Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. This time talking about the 2021 film, Prisoners of the Ghostland. First up, this is another one recorded in a professional radio studio because I'm still working on the sound deadening of my home office. So it sounds pretty good, I guess. Second of all, the short version of this is I really, really wanted to love this movie. And I didn't love the movie, but I did kind of like it. There you go. The longer version is another Nicolas Cage movie with a crazy title and a crazy premise. This one's not so bad, though. (laughs) Uh, You know, I didn't know what to expect. And I'll be quite honest. The only reason I picked it up is because to pre-order the 4K Steelbook was cheaper than buying the Blu-ray. I was just going to rent the thing, but I'm like, well, if I can get the steelbook, I'll give it a shot. Nicholas Cage, Sophia Batella, Bill Mosley, Nick Cassavetes. There's a really good cast in this movie. It is done by the kind of crazy Japanese director, um, Shion Sono, if you've seen any of his movies. They're usually low-budget affairs and usually with some wacky ideas. And that's the best thing about this movie and also the problem it's got some crazy whacked out ideas and when they when they hit hard when they come when he makes it happen and they work it's great you want to go wow this is this is really good then at other times there's a crazy whacked out idea that doesn't really come together and you go they could have left that out of the movie, you know, that kind of thing. And so the movie is a roller coaster ride of ups and downs of that's really cool. Oh well that that you know and the whole thing it's not an incredibly long movie it's fairly well done you've got nicolas cage playing a role um he's just called hero and he plays it pretty straight for the most part he doesn't really go into too many nicolas cage crazisms until he gets a testicle blown off or something like that and then that calls for a much crazier you know sorry for the spoiler there but um <laughs> sophia batella i think she's good in everything she's been in and she's fine in this some of the side players are all pretty good um if you don't know anything about the story the less you know the better because that's one of the entertaining things is figuring all this out because they kind of drop you into it some of these low budget science fiction horrors comedy com- combo movies will give you this long introduction it was a time after this and this but no in this movie they just kind of drop you into it and eventually they tell you that there was a um, an accident bet- between a nuclear waste truck and a prisoner truck and that's why we have these people in this area and so the ghost land is an area where a, a overlord has kind of turned it into a mixture of old and new Japanese culture and Western culture and it's got brothels and all that kind of stuff and he keeps what he calls granddaughters and they're all basically uh, slaves and prostitutes and and so it's kind of a dark thing and the the uh, the bad guy so to speak in this movie has coerced Nicolas Cage into going and getting his granddaughter who is trapped in this place and that send that build up right there had me into the movie. This Nicolas Cage in that kind of movie. It sounds like Mandy just with a crazier, you know, backstory or whatever. Um, but like I said, there's a lot of things I like about the movie. It's shot very well. The cinematography is good. In 4K with HDR, especially in the beginning and end, there's some scenes that take place in Ghostland. Uh, there's a lot of neon light and reflections off the ground, water puddles and things like that. It's actually striking and and one of the better 4K transfers just for those 
scenes that I've watched. Some of the other parts of the movie are just pretty standard. It could have been a Blu-ray I was watching. But some of the neon scenes, the HDR really picked up the spectral highlights from the bright lights. And, and TV's doing a really good job of, of, of showing that. So anyway, um, yeah, so a, a slight 4K review. I think you'd be fine watching this at, on as low as DVD, Blu-ray. But there are some scenes that really showed up incredibly well in 4K with HDR. Um, there's no Atmos mix or no DTS-X mix. Those are both object-based. It's more of a uh, DTS-HD mix, which was fine. It was a good 5.1 mix, but I now have that 5.1.2 system. I kind of want it, you know, I'm looking for movies that really work it out, uh, especially Dolby Atmos and DTS-X mixes. But this was a lower-budget movie. They didn't obviously go the whole Atmos route, but I was surprised they did do the HDR on the 4K. So as a home video release, it's not bad. If you really like the movie, it's got high marks. I would I would pick up that 4K steelbook. It's a really nice steelbook, too, for under $20. Bucks. Um, but you need to watch the movie first because there's a lot of it. It just... As a lot of people talk about um, Sono's movies, this happens a lot with his movie. He he is just a fountain of interesting, crazy ideas, and he throws them all together in a movie, and they don't always coalesce into the whole movie being great. It's got peaks and valleys, and this one very much does. But I got to say, I enjoyed Nicolas Cage and Sofia Batella in it. Um, the other characters, I thought Bill Mosley as the governor was very good. And overall, it's a diverting piece. I've watched some better things on Netflix, and I've watched worse things. So it depends on, you know... How much you're in the mood for this kind of movie, the mileage you will get out of it. But if you're a Nicolas Cage fan and want to see him do something a little bit more straight, not quite as over-the-top crazy as he is in a lot of movies, um, it's really not bad. It just didn't all come together, and I didn't love it, but I really wanted to love it. And I do plan to rewatch it uh, sometime in the near future because I like the end, and it opens things up for a possible sequel. And I would be on board with the how it ends and the cast of characters that are remaining I'm I'm all in I would I would pay to see that sequel for sure so hopefully it makes enough money in the rental market and the home video market to justify a sequel Prisoners of the Ghostland. It's one of those movies that if you if you like it, you're really going to like it. If you don't, you're really not. It, <laughs> I don't think there's going to be any people that are on the fence about it like I am. I think some people are going to go, this is the dumbest thing I've ever watched. And other people are going to go, well, you know, it, it's, it's gory in places. Uh, there's some good action in it. Um, it just didn't all come together as a four or five star movie. It's more like a three star, maybe three and a half because of some of the action scenes are really good. Um, when there is big action with Nicolas Cage, he does a great job. I got to say, uh, he's not one of the faults of the movie. He's one of the perks of the movie. So check it out. Prisoners of Ghostland. It's available to stream or buy on home video or red box it at your will. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. i got links below to my other projects. Thank you very much for liking, sharing, subscribing, and listening. I will catch you on the next one. Thank you so much. 